0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined right here by my man, 100 grand, Dre Spate, coach, trainer, IT professional, futurist, artist. I mean, it's, dude, you in every realm. I mean, tell me what you're not touching. Let's start there. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I need to not touch so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think uh, that's the next move is, is letting some things go focusing on, you know, focusing energy where it needs to be. You know? Definitely. Definitely, man. So no, yeah. I mean, I just, to answer your question, I think I just try to stay in tune. I mean, even if it's just to know a little bit about some. So I think that's what kind of spurs a lot of the things I, I'm doing. So. Definitely, man. You gotta be aware of of multiple things, multiple avenues, man. It keeps you moving. It keeps everything flowing fluid, man. Absolutely. So, So tell me, man. So how's everything going with you as far as business and just everything, you know, we're dealing with COVID, bro? Uh, just, I mean, just like, like at the beginning, it was cool. Like everything was still kind of flowing for me and in a way it was flowing good. But like, really now that I got on the back end, um, not to give too much credit to COVID, but I think just anything you're going through that you would normally go through, you're going through it in COVID. So, mm-hmm. it just, you know, it brings its own challenges. Um, Business wise, I can't really complain. Uh, training's been good um, because so many of the gyms and stuff are closed and avenues are shut down. So um, that, that's been steady and it's gotten better. Um, and then uh, work wise, you know, being blessed to have a gig and being able to work from home. And, not to worry about going into the office, um, but you just, I don't know, lately I've just been feeling kind of boxed in, and so, you know, things are, you know, piling up a little bit, so, um, you know, now I'm in a process of, like I said, it's like, you know, kind of centering things and cutting off certain things and just putting my yeah. energy where it needs to be, but um, as we're sitting here talking with, with you and shouts to you and all the, all the you know, good things you're doing, uh, I like to see my, my people, uh, you know, my, my family doing well. Um, but yeah, man, uh, things are kind of, it's like things kind of piled up, you know? And so, you know, you, you might, that's the one thing about being involved in multiple things. You may start doing real good in, in one lane mm-hmm. and then you ignore some of the other lanes, whether it's personal, family, whatever. And then yeah. you, you know, things can kind of, kind of uh, tangle you up. And yeah. so that that's where I think I'm going through like those little detangling processes here and there, um, and then even working from home comes with comes with its own challenges because now we've adjusted the way like you know it's the the way that we work going into the office is probably different from the way we work from home. Yeah, it changed every, so. it changed everything as far as the way of life, man. It's like it challenged your balance, you know. I mean, from right. emotionally, right. spiritually, you know, even physically and mentally, you know, and it showed that what you didn't have in balance is going to force some form of detriment somewhere else and you're going to have to overcompensate and that could be that form of, like I spoke of, that detriment. That's what's going to be the thing you're going to have to start really paying attention to it and you can't neglect it. That's the good thing I can say about COVID, but it's also been the bad thing because it's like it exposed so much personally with a lot of people, you know. Yeah, Definitely. definitely. Yeah. yeah, so... You know that that's kind of you know where I'm at with it you know right now but um you know also just being back to being um uh, uh you know that stillness like just yeah. like All right, just yeah. fuck everything for a minute like <laughs> I was gonna sit here you know or whatever I mean it might be watching TV it might be reading a book whatever you're you know but just getting back to that or whether you just straight up you know take that time to meditate you know which yeah. I which yeah. I've been neglecting like I said you know you get you start neglecting other things, um, and you know, just taking that time to just you know be, you know, and just and just yeah. breathe and, and try not to, you know, just kind of um, you know, kind of disconnect to whatever level you can of your daily, you know, rigmarole, so to speak, yeah. your daily processes, because uh, it actually help it'll actually help you deal with them as you as you come back to it. So definitely, that's definitely, you no. Know, You know, very important thing right now. You know, for me, is to you know just get back to that. You know, just chill. You know, you don't know. You don't. You don't have to be nothing. And so, it's like it's like the whole flow. You know, being water. And like I was just thinking the other day, and I was saying, yeah. I said it's easy to be in flow when the stream is smooth and you just kind of gliding. But Mm -hmm. flow is also the storm. Flow is also the hurricane. Flow is also the earthquake, the destruction. There's a there's a flow in that too. So meaning that when you're going through that, be in the flow with it. That don't mean you're not gonna feel, you know, fucked up or, or have, you know, down or whatever, but okay. go with it. Yeah. And, and when you flow with it, it's gonna take you to the next, you know, to that back to that calm stream or, or to that new place that you need to be. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm becoming more like, I'm just tuning into that more. I knew I've known that, but uh, you know, another one of the challenges that I've had to face recently. It's like when you, you hear a situation that, you know, somebody's going through and you're like, damn, you know, for me, that's nothing that wouldn't stress mm-hmm. me out. Blah, mm-hmm. blah. Or if, Oh, if this happened, I would just do it like that. Right. Until, but you, you say that, but you never been through it. Correct. So then, so Correct. then when you go through it, that challenge of, Oh, when you were just saying, I just, I'll be out. I'll be good. Right. Boom. Now you ain't good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you ain't fuck that, you know? Yeah. Right. Now what? <laughs> you know? So that that's like that's that's the one that's like, ooh, okay, all right. But so then that's where the flow comes in because you got two choices: you're gonna struggle with it and fight with it, however that, you know, mentally, physically, whatever, or you just move with it and let it, you know, move you to that next place. Definitely. No, I totally understand that, man. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you used to be talking about sitting still, man. I want to know, uh, you've been checking out any other tournament, man? Yeah, man. I, you know, I got it's crazy. It's like I do watch a lot of basketball, but I'm, you know, as a trainer, you, you know, yeah. I'm breaking down things. So I, it's, it's, I don't get to watch it in flow and in, in the game a lot. So I took some time out. Watched the, watch the game today. Just watched Texas uh, Arkansas beat Texas Tech. Yeah. I didn't see the Illinois right? but I was like, "Oh snap!" Oh, dude, dude, that was just I was like, "Yo!" End to end beat. Down. It was an end to end beat down. They just handled them, and that's what the thing. Me and you, when we talk a lot about uh, the game and we break it down, Illinois, I'm not saying Illinois was a team of one and duns, but the game we've always said how a lot of people the one and dones get so much hype, so much attention. But when you right. get to this point in the season. And you're playing against teams, you're playing against people who've been together for that three, four year period. And they're playing against you playing against men grown men, 24 yes. 23. Yes. yes. Like, and they're actually running set plays and they know where the other yeah. one, how the other one is breathing running down the court. Like, oh, that's my man to the right, easy, you know, bounce pass yeah. back door. They yeah. doing like that. So they just ran into a seasoned team who what was that a year before last went to the final four. So it's probably yeah. some of them. Some of them are still present on that team. So Right, um, right, 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 right. Yeah, no. um, uh, I enjoy and feel that college basketball is the best uh form of basketball that Mm -hmm. I that I that I know as a team game that college basketball is the best basketball you can watch. Um and, uh, you, you know, you're seeing that. So, yeah, when you, you know, you have some, you know, whether, whether it's one and dones or mm-hmm. if you just run into a better team, it's like, I mean, you know, I, I think I told you this before. It's like back in, I mean, nowadays you see it in different gyms or whatever. But back in, the, you know, back when we were coming up, you know, playing outside and you just had like mm-hmm. that team of OGs that be on the court all day long. Running. Like, because <laughs> you like, why can't we beat these niggas? Like, we, you know, It'll be close games and this, that, and the third, and they still just they always come up with the dub because they're they've been playing with each other so long. Right. And right. and and I think uh and this is something that just kind of popped into my head, but you can also see when you have a team or at least your starters or whatever, and everybody's locked in. Like mm-hmm. they have a passion for the game, they have a mm-hmm. passion for what they're doing. So they know when that when that you know pick on that on that screen and that cut, they you know, they yeah it really locked in. So when you see them executing like that, and then I just saw the highlights. I mean, I'll go back and watch all of them, but um, I could just see like, yeah, they're just picking them apart. Like, all right, you know, yeah. we're going to run our sets. We're going to do our thing. We're going to play our style of ball and we're going to get more buckets than you. And we're going to lock up on D. That's exactly what happened. So yeah. now we're going to stick I'm going to stick with some, uh, some basketball and some training for a bit, man. And we're going to transition to another round. So how did you, okay, no, no, no when did you get to that point when you realized you can utilize your game to help others you know and also twofold what mm. coaches or who did you admire as far as like getting to that point like you just wanted to like not necessarily model yourself but you say i'm gonna take a little bit of this i'm gonna take a little bit you know sprinkle this here and there and you know and create your formula yeah man um i got i really got started uh to take it to 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 reals like when I really started playing in the seventh grade, I just—I just really I mean everybody loves the game. But um, you know, just the way I, my mom would always say, like the way I would watch it would be, you know, a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and then I had a mentor going into my junior year in high school. Um, and I played with his son at, at, at Lee in '94. Uh, '94. 94, 94. Um, Carl Turner. He he went to TC Williams, so he's like one of them. Remember the Titans, you know, dudes like he's you know in that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. And he was working us out, and that was the first time I ever, outside of being on a team and coaching, that was the first time I ever, you know, was training and, uh, you know, doing things. And me and him really connected, you know, with the game and, and how he would watch it. My mom would say how we would be at the game and we'd be talking like she would, she wouldn't hear. I mean, for, you know, for whatever it means, she just wouldn't hear like other kids wouldn't talk the game like that. You know right. what I mean? Doesn't I mean whether they're good or bad players or whatever. But, you know, I was always, you know, talking the game and, and trying to learn more about the game. So mm-hmm. he was the first mentor training wise that you no know, person that worked me out and, and gave me things to work on. And I worked on it and, uh, you know, was able, was able to utilize them. Um, and then after I stopped playing, you know, in high school um, and had my daughter mm-hmm. and she showed interest in the game in the third grade. We went to uh, Cardinal, which was no longer really around, but Cardinal AAU is a legendary AAU program in Alexandria, Virginia, uh, ran by my next mentor, uh, Stan King, Coach King, mm-hmm. everybody around here knows who Coach yeah. King is, man. And um, and they ran it out of Mount Vernon and his wife was the principal actually at the time, she was the principal of Mount Vernon High School. So we had basically 24 hour access to one of the biggest gyms right. in the area. Like right. we got three four courts. And a sub gym, mm, and uh, right. we ran our we ran our AAU program out there. And uh, when my daughter started playing, the first two years, or about the first year, I wasn't, you know, I was just like, if she's, you know, stick with it, cool. But right, she was just right. like getting knocked around like a bowling pin. But she kept wanting to come back, and you know, <laughs> she eventually started getting good. But we, I started working with her after practice, or so we get there early, and then I started just once I saw she was receptive. Mm-hmm. I started giving her things to work on. And the main thing she just wanted to do is, you know, shoot. And so she became I still teased I still cheese Dre. My son's like she the best shooter in the family. She still got that that stroke as uh, yeah. well. Okay. And so uh, her coach, he got tired of me yelling on the sideline and asked me to be assistant. Um, <laughs> you know, Coach Payton. So I assisted with him and uh, like I said, coach uh, Stan King. Uh, he coached at Mount Vernon Girls for a while and his daughter's real good. Um so anyway, yeah, he was a he was a mentor to me. The way he ran the AAU program, the way he coached, and um, I I I took a lot of that energy and and you know my own energy and just kind of combined it. But um, I started I was so I was working with my daughter after after training, I mean after practice. She started yeah. getting better. Other parents saw it, mm-hmm. and then they were like, you know, can can uh, you know, my daughter come, you know, work with you after, you know, and then that's when I saw the angle because I was actually sending Nia to a trainer at that time, oh, and then. Okay. And then I saw it and I was just like, you know, that's that's cool. And then it just it just hit me. I was like, I can do that, you know. Right. I still I was still balling, you know, still balling at the time and every everything. But then it, it just it became like a passion. It was like I finally found mm-hmm. my yeah. my thing, you know what I mean? Like I finally yeah. found like that yeah. thing that, that comes easy to me, but I still yeah. work at it hard to learn more about it so I can be better. And um and coaching too. I love I really love coaching too, but I found training to be the the way that I could best give back to the game and help other people who who might not have the skill or who want to enhance their skill, um, just help them get better. And, and that's what I love to do. So that's how I got into it. That's dope, man. Because it's like that right there just shows you, like I say, well, one thing, first of all, to just find your passion. A lot of people go through life and may never even find their damn passion. And that's unfortunate. You know, like some people yeah. may find it. And when they do find it, they get scared of it that's and that's even another level of things where people just have that fear of actually having success but with you you started to understand okay this is my passion and now you know that this is more than a sport because this teaches kids not only how to play and be physically physically active but it shows them how to deal with adversity it shows them how to overcome obstacles and it brings out leadership qualities you know that discipline and respect and see that goes into some what i saw was dope was your training philosophy That PLS, if people don't know what your PLS states, it says, regardless of what you do, have passion for it. Yeah, Be constantly willing to learn more about it. And lastly, Mm -hmm. share what you learn with others. And that's what you're doing right now. And so Mm -hmm. I see from how you present yourself and the energy you carry, that right there shows you were a born leader, whether whether you know it or not. And I recognize that, dude, I recognize that from day one when we met. I was like, I was like, man, no, for real. It's like certain things and certain energies you know about certain people. You know, yeah. you can tell what people are on. I mean, we've been around, we've been on this earth for a while. You can't put yeah. too many things past one of us right now. So yeah. when I met that, I was like, yeah, this dude's solid. And yeah. that's something that I just want to just say, you know, hats off, dead ass. Yo, that's that's real. And I appreciate that. Oh. And actually salute and ran into you, brother. So. Nah, I mean, honestly, I feel the same. Like, you know, I mean, you know me. I, I don't, I don't fuck with too many people. You know? <laughs> oh, come on, you know the story. I don't have, yeah, I don't have too many conversations. <laughs> you know what's up? You no, know, with nobody. Um, but uh, yeah, when I when I met you, it was the same. It was the same thing because it was just like you know, even at that point, I had bounced around enough, and you know, in that world. It was like it was always good to, you know, be able to connect with your, you know, with brothers, you know what I mean? Regardless, you know, regardless of you know nationality, whatever. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but but yeah, when it's when it's you know, when it's when it's your uh same lane, you know, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it it's good to connect. And you never know like to what level, but we was just always cool and, and I mean that's how I am. If it's you know, it's cool off top. And then, you know, you mentioned something, whether, you know, we, we connected on music, we connected on philosophies like, mm-hmm. oh, this brother reads books, too. Oh, cool. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't find that all the time. You right. know, you meet people and stuff like that. And so, you know, that bond was like, cool. I was like, yeah, that was my brother, you know, and then um when I extended you to, you know, the opportunity to come and, and help me out with training at the facility and everything. And, and you came through and you put in work, man, like that really at that time, that, you know, that really helped me out. And um, I was just like, damn, you know, that's, you know, that's my man right there. You know, he even came through and put it down. So anytime you work with somebody, um, and then for me, even the fact like to be like, you know, have somebody that you trusted, like here, here's a key, like you know, yeah, to right. go for something. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know, that for me, that's tough. You know what I mean? That's so, that's your baby. That's your business. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At that time, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh, that that was just cool, man. Um, you know, so it was always love, man. It was like, all right, you know, I got another another guy, you know, I can, uh, you know, it's, it's like it's like having a squad, man, you know, like an A-team or something like that. You know, you go do your individual <laughs> things, but yeah. you know, you got people that, you know, that you can call on and y'all can collab and get together and, and, you know, get something done. It might be like, you know, you might need to move a couch or something like, you know, I live around the corner from you, like oh. Drake, like, all right, cool, you know, <laughs> it's stuff like that, man, you know, or something, you know, more, you know, uh, like what we're doing right here that, I, I was like, yeah, I'm in. Just let me know, man. You know, I hope it's good. I hope you can use it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so. Oh. Come on, I know I, I know it. it will be. It's, it's getting put up. Trust me. We putting this up. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> so check, man. So, um, were you aware of that one situation with Cam at that camp with the, with the kid? Cam uh, him, That was a, yes, skill, sir. It was a skills camp. Yes, skill. And yes, sir. when I first saw it and I first heard about it, I immediately knew what it was about. And, uh-huh. you know, because. These young cats be looking for a, a, a piece to go viral. You know, they're always because as soon as somebody's talking, the immediate thing was somebody had a camera out already, ready for it. The kids right. necklace cam, Cam. But um the thing was, what got me is one, Cam could have handled the situation better. But two, it's frustrating because how the part of society we in, how oh. it's like nobody wants to be held accountable for shit. And they, <laughs> you know, and it's like they don't understand consequences and it's like and the perfect thing is because i wanted to talk to you about it because i know how you run your shop and the thing it goes back to discipline and respect and it's like what the heck it's like if you were in that situation like how would you have handled that you know um go let's go sit down somewhere sorry dog tripping she's trying to get a hug or something (laughs) um first of all let me say I don't know because yeah. I, I wasn't, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't, I don't know what type of day I would have had that day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have ate. I don't, yeah. I don't know. You know, I, you know the whole thing's up in the air, but uh, playing uh, uh revisionist of history, looking back at a situation. Um, you no, know, he could have handled it. He, he could have handled it. Definitely could have handled it gracefully. Mm-hmm. Um, he could, he could have not really addressed it. I, you know the thing, and and this is I, I, I'm glad I'm glad you asked this question. Why do we always feel like we have to respond? Mm, true. Why do we always feel like we have to say something? Mm. Um. And so. You know, I mean, I even do it with my younger sons. It's like I caught myself today a couple of times and just kids being kids. And you're going to find out soon as you as you oh, by the way, congratulations on my, my nephew who I ain't met yet, but, you know, we got <laughs> COVID and everything. So, you know, you're going to make that happen. So you'll see the monster. You'll meet him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, but yeah, we always feel like we have to say something back to somebody, especially when they're being disrespectful but you really take over the energy of the situation when you choose not to respond negatively mm-hmm. or you choose to respond in a, in, a, in, in a graceful way, you know, uh, however you felt you needed to respond for that situation. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, he definitely, he definitely could have handled it better, but you know, there's a brother, I mean, I don't know what it's like to have that much money and and, mm-hmm. and that much influence and, and and just go through everything he's been through so now it's like we've developed characters sometimes so you know like with him in the fashion and the this and the that so he's a personality it's not just about him being a player right. and so that that's something like it's like an ego it's like something that you put on kind of. and mm-hmm. i don't mean like people being fake but it's a part. Of, no, but mean, you're right. It's a part of character. You're a part, it's of a character. part of the, It's a part of the. You know, it's a part of the image, and, and that's a big thing. Even I was building, and I was thinking about like that's what has made hip hop so powerful, but it's also limited and it hurt it because everybody like is a is an ego or personality of or this gangster or player or 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 even philosopher or whatever. Hmm. But when you do that, it's like. It makes it hard for you to just talk about other things, like other genres of music, like soul or or you know country. You can just sing a song about anything. It don't necessarily have to be about you. But with hip hop, it's, it's about me because I'm real and this is this is me. <laughs> Every song is about me and what I do and who I am and what happened to a story. A yeah. Slick, riff? tell you know, tell me a story. It's been a while since one of those came around. they are they're out there they're out there i'm saying like but they're not gonna get the shine as nah 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 you know you know but do you but do you think when you go if you go to mcdonald's you think they're gonna have a, a organic salad for you <laughs> you know, well, so first all, why the fuck you at McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, but what I, what I'm saying is, when you tune into the radio, you're tuning into that. You know what you're tuning into. Yeah, that pop yeah, vibe, true, and true. and that's what they're selling you. So yeah, you're not gonna find you know yeah. other you know other lanes of music there because that's what they're selling. Luckily, we have you know the the internet and other you know ways of oh, yeah, accessing it yeah. But it would be good to hear. I mean, it's funny, man. You know, you just hear cars pull up and what's playing. And it's just like the bottom line is, I won't say it's just, I won't say it's just negative, but it ain't the most positive. And so you just kind of, you're just hearing that type of energy mm-hmm. all day long, kind of. Oh, and it's just like, it's going to take, you know, it's going to take over your whole existence, man. Cause you have to have a cleansing process, dog. You can't continuously listen to, like, like I'm, don't don't get don't get me wrong. I love trap music like anybody else, but yeah. that's not gonna be a part of my daily activity. I'm not waking up to trap. I'm not up to who's slanging what or doing whatever. Who shot up whatever? Dog, you got to step away sometimes and listen right. to and get back to that balance, man. Like I'm always preaching about balance. You always got to get back to that. Like you say, listen to that soul. Listen to stuff. So I would. I like listening to instrumentals now.
1: I'll get yeah, I mean, like good, I'll, yeah. I
0: got. I'll pop in that that latest knife wonder. And let yes. them ride out, and yeah. I'm good, and I'm yeah. good. I just need that. Just let me just vibe. Let me get on that yeah. vibration right there, and yeah. I'm cool. I necessarily yeah. don't need to hear lyrics all the time, man. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, you're right. I mean, that's why you know me. I'm, I'm, you know, my my jazz. You know, I'm just I'm mean with that, man. So you know, yeah. whether it's uh, you know Miles or or my oh, yeah. man you know, oh, Christian yeah. Scott, oh, yeah. Christian Scott is you know for anybody that hears this, if you you know, in the jazz and actually, I mean, he, you know, he has his own lane of music you know stretch music that's what he calls mm. it mm. but uh you know he's from louisiana or new orleans and all that and, and you know plays that horn man but he works so many other instruments and he he's just mm. bad man pull him up on youtube they got live concerts and everything i've seen him live three times shorty Bro. amazing Amazing. And that's and that's something I can't wait till we get back. Not not rushing, but whenever the world gets back open, man, get to yes. A, a lot of that's, jazz, those, that's hurting me, man. I mean, like, I, that's hurting everybody. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah. Just getting now. I, I miss those like not just a ginormous, you know, uh, stadium, but on those little intimate joints where you Street, like yeah, yeah, definitely. Hearing people play, yeah, I miss In those. Bars, yeah, so anything. and speaking of talking about artistry, what brought you back to the booth, man? I mean, it was a hiatus, brother. I, it's been a minute, but something had to trigger you. What what got you going? You, you back in there reloaded. I was listening to you uh, last track, like, okay, what's, uh, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, there? yeah. So, well, well, first of all, what did you think of it? What did you think of it? Dude, I get it. That, you know what? You did send me that one. You sent me that one. I forgot. Uh, you, said, you sent that one a while back. Oh, you didn't, you didn't listen to it? No, no, no. I listened to it because when I heard it, I was like, I heard this one. I was like, I know oh, this okay, I okay, like, okay. I, okay. Know this, I know this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, First off, that was the first track that my brother, you know, Tons and my partner, um, an owner of District Entertainment Studios in Alexandria, mm-hmm. one of the best recording studios in, on the East Coast over 14 years in business. Shouts out. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, That was the first track he kind of shot me. It's like, you know, I'm always dabbling and, you know, just thinking lyrics just kind of come through, writing kind of come through. So um, I was planning to get back to it. And uh, and by the time he had sent that one, some things had already been put in motion, you know, you know, in society and in my life, obviously, um, that I was ready to 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 write to that and to write that type of song. And and a part of it is a lot of it is cathartic for me or at the moment it was, but it was really like, yo, this is this is the first step, you know, and uh, and and that we we do pay a price, you know, we do pay a price to live period, yeah. you know, and, and different prices for you know, everything, uh, you know, whether it's uh, uh, actual money or spiritual energy or, or whatever, like we pay a price. And so I, I think the more that we're tuned into that, we can make better investments, you know, with our, yeah. with our you know, emotional and, and physical currency and energy. So, yeah. But yeah it, um, But also, I, I just love the I've not, I mean, I've done some projects, um, but I've never done, I was like, I don't, no matter what, I always want to do, you know, an album. Mm-hmm. And now it's not really so much about an album as it is about making pieces, because I look at every song just like, you know, artwork. It's like, you do it, you put it up. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and that's how artists move, you know, move. They just paint. And once they're done with that painting, you know, they, they mow into the next one that painting may be the illest painting that everybody worships and that makes them millions of dollars. But in the artist is like, I just did that and it's right. cool, yeah. it's done. And now I'm over on this one, you know? Yeah. And, and so it's like that. Um, and I, I feel, um, you know, it's like, it's also like giving back, I think, uh, you know, to, to hip hop, but also because th- th- what I'm making now, is, is, is going to be a lot different from what I make as I move on because I'm, I'm start, like you said, uh, stretching yourself, you know, so I'm, I'm stretching myself as a lyricist and a vocalist. That's what I like to put my, if I'm going to say that I'm anything, it's a lyricist a vocalist, a, you know, a storyteller because I don't, you know, I, I'm not about necessarily rapping at you right. as more as either telling you a story or sharing energy of how this, beat makes me feel or what this what this triggers in my mind to write about that hopefully you know other people can relate to and and that's it you know and then you're just on to the you know you're on to the next one so but um I love music man I just I just always loved it and I always you know I mean I never I don't play an instrument per se so of course for people that don't when when they got exposed to hip-hop oh somebody you can just speak you can say it you know and so that, that always, uh you know, it, it always is powerful. I mean, a lot of the people I love, uh, all of them are great speakers, you know. Bruce Lee was a great speaker, you know, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you know, Fred Hampton. Yeah, if y'all haven't seen that Judas and the Black Messiah, you see that? Hey, definitely. <laughs> you know, definitely um, must. Yeah, great, great orators, yeah. so. You know, not that you—it's not about comparing yourself to them, but it's like, hey, you know, I mean, like you, why not, right? You know, right? <laughs> oh, you, know, you had something to say. You wrote that shit. It's out there. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not a—it's not about whether you're the next whatever. You know, no. it's about you expressing that energy. And the bottom line is, it's touch people. It's help people. And the illest shit about doing it, and that's what I love about music. You know, after after we transition. That book is still gonna be here and somebody gonna pick that shit up, bro. And read that shit. Yeah. You you gonna you're gonna be here forever. I mean, that's no, right. <laughs> and it's a it's a form of artistry, like you said, man. And that's the thing. You have a product that will that is timeless. Your voice is out, your voice is out there. I put out a book that's gonna be out there. It's a piece of something somebody can pick up. And the thing is, you were purposeful with your actions. You had a real purpose to why well, I'm gonna do this. It wasn't like a lot of cats just pick up the mic like, yeah, I'm gonna just spit bars. No, nah. no, nah. 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 uh-uh. you know where? Uh, um, and uh, so the next project I'm working on is with uh, uh one producer, Drew Dave, out of you know just you know DMV area. He's uh making some noise. If uh, you know you have some time, definitely look up okay. Drew Dave. You know, Google him. He's got some projects out there, and the boy is, is he got it you know he got it yeah. um I, I don't wanna I don't it's not I'm not making a comparison but just mm-hmm. like as a frame of reference he has that DC like soulful like ninth wonder okay, flavor to him. okay. And when you hear it and when you hear the tracks you're gonna be like yeah mm-hmm. so um I have got about four or five joints from him I've wrote I've written to two of them and uh and so I'ma wrap these next two up, and I'ma hit the booth and lay those, and we're putting it. And you know, he's got some traction, so when we put it out, the people that already follow him, you know, they're gonna get a hold of it, so they're gonna get to hear me. And then, you know, people from you know my side will get to hear it, and and you know, gonna go from there. But uh, but the the first two, is, you know, we we you we know, we doing something. we doing, okay. we doing something. Okay. I mean, I always just want to be able to look back at something and say, hey, you know, I put my foot in it. I made my stamp on it. It's cool, you know, because you know it's like it's like food. Everything ain't for everybody, man. You know, not at all. You know, and, and and that to me, you know, that's is beautiful because I mean I understand. I think when when you when people come at music strictly, uh, like trying to you know make money off of it and be like a number one artist and all that stuff. That's cool. That's competitive. Yeah. I get it, but you can kind of put your artistry in it. Matter of fact, you have to put it in a certain box to move it in that arena. Right. And um. And I can see where it could get stressful for people. Like, they're trying to have a career off of this. Right. Whereas, you know, people such as ourselves that maybe we, you know, we come from a different lane. I mean, bottom line, I'm a, I'm a nine to five, or I work IT, you know, I do that. Right. So my bills are taken care of. So when it comes to music, I can do what I want to do. I'm not trying to sell myself to anybody. Yeah, you know, or anything like that. I'm not really trying to become a, a personality or whatever, but I just want to make dope music and get it out there. And now I have the means to, and I'm not, you know, I'm not driven by I got to pay my rent, I got to sell these albums, you know, I got, you know, it's a whole nother level of stress. It's it's, it's different, but but I I respect the hell out of all the musicians, the bands, the touring (laughs) bands, who, and especially now during COVID, not being able to tour, um, you know, uh, man, And and they still, you know, full time musicians, because that's the lifeblood of art. That's the lifeblood of music is the artists out there that are pushing their limits, that are that are like, you know, living off of it, you know, eating off of it, eating off of their shows, you know, or feeding yeah. their babies off of their music. And so, right. like you said, when we can start getting back, you know, out there and, and shows and concerts, it's going to be a beautiful thing. And I think, I hope we hear some great music, out you know, cause that's all people have had is time to create, you know? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a good time once once we get back out there. Definitely, definitely, man. So look, brother. Yeah, I know it's a late one for you. Like, nah, we good, man. I'm rolling now. I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna hold off, man. We gonna have another session. We gonna have to do another session, man. Oh yeah, yeah. It's you good. know, I'm good. I'm good, man. Like I said, you know, this is uh, this is really really good, and uh, it's a great platform for you congratulations again. Thank you. And, uh, I I definitely see big things coming out of this. So <laughs> I definitely can do another. one. Thank you, man. So like look, so check this. Yeah, what's the best way for the people to get in touch with you? Right now, uh is skateball training, uh you know, sp 8 training.com that's the website and then, you know, Instagram is skateball uh skateball training, same thing. Um, those are the those are the best lanes to see me on the on the training aspect and you know stuff like that. But uh musically right now I'm still putting I'm still putting everything together. But like we said, you know, we'll be doing hopefully a few more of these things. So yeah, when all yeah. that's set up. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I gotta follow up because I gotta know when the EP is dropping. If it's gonna be a full yeah, album, I gotta yeah, know more about yeah. what's going on with the training. But it, it's it's so many layers. So we're definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. back in yeah, it. Yeah. Next one, you're gonna be actually in the attic with me. We're gonna live stream that joint. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, gonna... yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, this we'll is look. big. Last question, before we we'll get this out one. here, yeah. what? Give me three things you can't live with, and don't give me no damn food, water, shelter either that I can't live without. Yep. Music one, mm-hmm. which I mean, if it came down to it, I'd just be making my own music in my head, but still <laughs> music. Uh, what else? Uh, love, man. Okay. And, and all its forms, man, and all its forms, man. Like that's what gives us life. Uh, and, uh, the earth man like yeah. i don't think we really um mm. i don't think we really respect what we sit on i mean not not just being disrespectful but just like not being knowledgeable so you know like put your fucking feet in your little patch of grass in your in 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 your backyard or your your townhouse and yeah. just breathe man and feel that earth man like mm. it heals you it gives you energy it deepens your connection but you mm. know we need to get back to that like I think that would solve a lot of things and help us move forward. I mean, we're futurists, but we got to be connected. Anything we firmly do in the future that's going to be big and positive, we got to be connected here Mm. on this earth before we can get to other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Those those would be the three things right there. Yes, indeed. Music, love, and the earth. And That could be the name of an album right there. (laughs) 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 Or a book you write a book right, on it right right, <laughs> right 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 and that's what we're talking about lazy Jets, my man andre Spate, the future the futurist, right. the futurist right. artist trainer coach it professional all of the above nice thanks doubt. for stopping in brother all right man thank you for having me man bless you appreciate it all right bro all right man thanks Peace. yes sir <laughs>